we're going to start off with our first topic that we have on today's show as the Ravens rolled the dice with the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. Okay. And it's been a couple days, not a lot of traction, not a lot of action, not a lot of steam or the NFL owners colluding against Lamar Jackson with the lack of interest that we see right now. And um, say, if you want to start us off by all means. I don't believe that the NFL is cahooting against Lamar Jackson. I think they're cahooting against the general manager of the Ravens because they don't want to do his dirty work. They don't want to pay Lamar Jackson the money that they're already going to give him. You know, they don't want to deplete the assets that's already on the team because when Lamar Jackson says guaranteed money, that means the money has to be there. It can't just be, yeah, we'll throw money around. They have to move contracts around on their particular teams to then fit Lamar Jackson on their roster. Um, I think you know, the Ravens are trying to scheme their way into getting teams to remove some of their assets so that they could automatically just re-sign them and match the deal. I think that's why they're non-exclusive and they're willing to do it because they want to see what teams are going to give up the assets on their team so then they could go after and pick them, pick them apart little by little. I, I said this before. I said like if any AFC team was to um, sign Lamar Jackson to the money he wants guaranteed, the Ravens would match it because they don't want to see Lamar Jackson thrive in the AFC. It's just not happening. They'd rather him go to a team that is rotting, a team that's not doing good, or a team that doesn't look good. They would rather him go to the Chicago Bears, the Texans, you know, those teams, the teams that don't that don't look um structurally sound essentially from top to bottom, from front office to roster, um, the coaches. And um, they want to see that happen with Lamar Jackson. I think, you know, a lot of the teams are, are already saw a mile away what the Ravens were going to do. They were gonna wait till the last second, franchise tag them non-exclusive. And then wait for a team to match to, to offer him a deal so they can match it, or at least for him to accept the offer so they can match it. That's all the Ravens were planning to do from the beginning, and it clearly is backfiring against them. It's not looking good on their end, not Lamar Jackson, because once Lamar Jackson is done with this particular exclusive franchise tag, and no team signs him or no team goes after him, then what do the Ravens do then? Now they're going to lose Lamar Jackson literally for nothing, and it's going to be a, a horrible move on the Ravens and it, and they're going to be one of the worst um roster decisions they've made in their history. They, Cause now either way, they're gonna, you got to a pay Lamar Jackson or lose him for absolutely nothing. And the Ravens are willing to gamble with Lamar Jackson and their, their franchise trajectory by not paying him his money immediately. I think it's a dumb move on their end. I don't believe that the um NFL teams are cahooting against him but they don't want to help the Ravens out either. They don't want to give them two first-round picks, nor do, do they want to put themselves in a position where if they do sign Lamar Jackson, 240, $250 million guaranteed, that the Ravens would not match the offer, leaving these teams without the players. They had the A let go or restructure contracts and make them look like the fools at the end of the day. I think right now they're not looking at any guarantee. They don't have any guarantees that Lamar Jackson will be on their team, so they're not going to make any guarantees to remove guys. Anthony? The mic is yours. I think you're on mute. I think it's audio troubles. Well, and while you log in and, and um get the audio set up, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to um jump right in here and respond to Zay and give you time to log in. Now, when it comes to this situation. Right. No, I don't think the NFL owners are colluding against Lamar Jackson. Right. I think when you think about this, I'm just going to be honest. OK, I always try to not put my feelings into 
my takes and reactions to sports news because we all have personal feelings, right? We have the team we root for. We have the players we like and root for. And sometimes our feelings could override some of the logic that um needs to be said on the show. So I'm going to do that right now. When you talk about Lamar Jackson, right? I think Lamar Jackson is a great talent, more so than a great quarterback. Okay? And there's a difference in the wording of the term great talent and great quarterback. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback in this NFL. Yes, I would definitely admit to that. He is a top 10 quarterback in this NFL. And anybody that says otherwise is lying. He has a unique skill set. Um, he can move the ball and move the chains in all orthodox ways. Okay, his ability to scramble outside of the pocket. You can't coach a broken play. He has won an MVP. Okay, in 2019, he is a great talent. But when you talk about great quarterbacks, the names that come to mind to me is guys like Patrick Mahomes, who has won two Super Bowls. When you talk about great quarterbacks, guys that come to mind is Josh Allen. Okay, a guy that, you know, playoff record is so, so four and four. But for my eye test, I think he's one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Great quarterback is names that ring a bell like Joe Burrow, who is five and two in the playoffs and has participated in a Super Bowl. That's how I define great quarterback. Justin Herbert, I don't know if you could call him great yet, but for my eye test, I think he has the potential to be a great quarterback given a better situation. So I think there's a difference in the wording. And I think when you talk about this standoff, kind of, right, I don't think they are colluding against, the, you know, Lamar Jackson. I just think that teams around the league are not willing to pay, you know, him that money because they are giving him the running back treatment. You know, I think right here what we see is Lamar Jackson getting the running back treatment. You know, the running backs, they don't get paid because their careers decline faster Cam Newton, one in quarterback, his career declined faster. I think what we've seen is that teams are fearful of giving Lamar Jackson that type of money because they fear that when you look at his track record, he missed 11 games in the last two seasons, that he is a guy that can't be trusted from a longevity standpoint. I'm just telling you what I think they think, right? Now, when you go to the NFLPA, they flex no muscles. And I always get on the NFLPA. I always, every single time I get on them. Why? Because they flex no muscles, okay? The NFL franchise tag, if we really want to be mad at somebody, let's not be mad at Lamar Jackson. Let's not be mad at the Ravens for handling business, right, and using the franchise tag that was afforded to them by the NFL. When you talk about the franchise tag, the franchise tag, it gives you team control. That's what it's meant for. No other sports league, has a franchise tag other than the NFL. It's called team control. But if you're the NFL PA, okay, why didn't you just get rid of that? In 2020, when they, you know, um, they agreed to the collective bargaining agreement for the new seasons, they did not remove the franchise tag. Why didn't you remove the franchise tag? Why didn't you abolish that? Why is it still here? So when you see reports about the NFL PA, you know, um, a hoping Lamar Jackson gets the guaranteed money, well, guess what? You could have got rid of the franchise tag, dummy, okay? You could have got rid of the franchise tag. When I see reports about, you know, um, the NFL PA investigating possible collusion against Lamar Jackson, well, you could have got rid of the franchise tag. So I'm not going to sit here 
and get on this mic and play this feel sorry game for the NFL players because they had an opportunity to remove the franchise tag. There are so many players in the NFL that are worth more than what they are getting. Le'Veon Bell is a prime example. He was a top running back in the NFL when he was due to get a contract, and guess what? He got tagged, okay? Josh Jacobs just got a $10 million flat fee, okay, when he was clearly the vocal point and most consistent point of the offense on the Raiders this year. He got franchise tag. Saquon Barkley, same thing, $10 million. They'll work more than $10 million. So don't come over here and try to get me to feel sorry about these players when y'all had a chance to negotiate you know, in the collective bargaining agreement, the abolishment of the franchise tag. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, they, they, they definitely had uh had, had choices. Um, the problem for the for the Ravens is the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money. So now where maybe they could have possibly got away with not giving him that much uh guaranteed if I'm Lamar Jackson and I said all right they just gave 256 million to Deshaun Watson um he don't got more more wins than me um he doesn't have an MVP um you know he hasn't been in all that off the field nonsense so why would I would I take less than the $256 million guaranteed that the Cleveland Browns just gave to Deshaun Watson? They ain't even seen him play in a year and a half. They didn't even know what they was gonna get. And it didn't it wasn't even like he played played all that well anyway. You know what I'm saying? Now what he'll do moving forward is is, is another thing. But because of that, now the Ravens are going to have to give Lamar Jackson that fully guaranteed contract. And I get it because maybe you feel like we don't know how healthy he's going to be if we give him a five-year deal, a four-year deal um, for for 256, 260 million guarantee, whatever the number is that he wants. Technical difficulties. I think we got a lot of technical difficulties going on on this show but um and i'm gonna give you a couple seconds to you good mayday 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 you good all right um zay if you want to respond to everything you heard just far and then once you get back you pass it then you know he did make excellent points about the sean watson contract you know uh, that kind of created a lot of halt you know that didn't that didn't create a market for quarterbacks that actually was probably the cap for quarterbacks like all right we paying these guys way too much money and now it's time now it's time to lower the fee now it's time to lower it down you know we just saw a situation where um patrick mahomes got paid all his money you know and then right after deshaun watson got paid his money but the difference was patrick mahomes when he got paid he was accomplished you know the man won a super bowl the man mvp the man is you know he's the leader of the team bringing guys bringing the team to championships on a night and night out basis with the roster changing literally overnight and still gains the Super Bowl and winning it um, with an injury. Um, so you see the money he's getting. And at this point, the people are saying the Chiefs went from overpaying the guy to it being a bargain for the Chiefs. Um, they, with the Browns um, spending the money that they did for Deshaun Watson, they assumed and hoped that would be very similar. Quarterback away, they got the running backs, they have receivers to do so, they have the front line dominant, 
And hopefully that Deshaun Watson was the case and it wasn't, you know, that it, it clearly backfired on a lot of different quarterbacks in the league. Um, and Lamar Jackson being uh, particularly one of them. And maybe, not maybe, you know, it's my opinion. I believe that Deshaun Watson, when he got paid all that money, that's when owners and GMs are like, we're not paying quarterbacks all this money for one good season, two good seasons. Because people are still only saying that Lamar Jackson had one good season as an MVP season, which I don't agree to. I feel like he had a lot of goods. I feel like every season he's played so far has been winning football seasons. The man has brought your team two winning situations when the offense couldn't do nothing without. You know, he he is the source. He's the ingredient that makes the meal great. He is your meal ticket to a Super Bowl. And you're not paying him because Deshaun Watson got paid? Because the Browns made a mistake? And you you feel like Lamar Jackson is the same mistake as a Deshaun Watson? Don't see it. You know, I, I don't buy it. You know, I said it before and I say it again. I'm going to keep saying it because I know it's true until they, they, the Ravens come out and say it themselves. They fell in love with Tyler Huntley when he came in for Lamar Jackson. These this front office that's, saw listen, him man, play. They saw that's him the worst play. thing I ever heard in my life. But you know, it's the worst. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. And, th- and this is what the Ravens did because ever since Huntley started playing, they 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 stopped. They stopped talking all. They ceased all talks about well, Lamar well, Jackson listen, getting paid. Tyler Huntley, right, was it playing for one reason. Money. Why was Tyler Huntley was playing? Because who was hurt? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Then. Why did not paying him? Just, I'm, not, just saying. I'm saying, I believe it's because of Huntley. I, I, if there was Zach Wilson that was quarterbacking for the Baltimore Ravens as the backup for Lamar Jackson, they would have paid him immediately. They would have gave him the money right away. The fact that Tyler Tyler Huntley almost won up in the playoff game. It was it was a fumble away from winning that playoff game. If you no one talked, it was a fumble away from winning that playoff game. If he would have won that playoff game, there would have been an entirely different narrative. There would have been talking ESPN. Every major uh, sports article would have been. The question would have been: Is Lamar Jackson worth the money? Because the Ravens could win a playoff game without Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley has the same amount of playoff wins as Lamar Jackson. This would have been the headlines. And I'm telling you, the Ravens fell in love with this kid when he came in, and the Ravens was flowing. They was able to throw the football more than run. They was able to move the balls down the chain without Lamar Jackson. They fell in love with the kid the same way people fell in love with Mike White. When he became the, the, uh, the starting co- quarterback, people fell. They fall in love with backups when the starters get hurt. When the starters don't look the same, they fall in love with these backups. And this is the narrative that's being spun. I, I swear, if Tyler Huntley was terrible, outright horrible. Look, Jay, and I'm going to pass the mic over to you to carry on. Um, well, no, I, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you right now that uh, they, they don't, they don't love Tyler Huntley. Um, I, I was at, I was at Raven Steelers. I seen it up close and in person. That boy was bad. They no. Now they might not want to pay Lamar Jackson, but it ain't got nothing to do with Tyler Huntley, whether he won that playoff game or not. Um, it, that's a division game. Those games are, are tricky whenever whenever they play, no matter who's the better team at the time, because the teams are so familiar. Um, you know, they 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 go back and forth. But that game, yeah, they could have won that game minus that minus that fumble. But if Lamar Jackson is in the game, does he fumble that football in that situation? No. That's why that's why you're still gonna take Lamar Jackson. But I think ultimately they'll get it together. They're gonna have to wind up paying him because I mean, what else? What are your other options right now? Like you just you, you blew the chance to try to trade him, you know what I'm saying, to get a higher draft pick. Um or maybe you could have got Justin Fields and just did that swap and got you know a couple other draft picks with that. Um, but there's nothing else really that they get that, that that they're gonna be able to do. So it's like you have to sign Lamar Jackson. 
And the fan base is, is going to be pissed off if you don't sign Lamar Jackson back. I think for me, right, I think the Ravens made a mistake in the sense that, you know, a lot of people can call the Lamar Jackson issue not paying him a mistake. Me personally, like I said, all feelings aside, I don't put my feelings into this. I can see why people will say that, and I can see why people will defend the Ravens for not paying him. For the example of, when you look at the quarterback trades, Deshaun Watson, um, Russell Wilson, you can argue that the Texans won the trade for Deshaun Watson. You can argue that the Seattle Seahawks won the trade for Russell Wilson. So Lamar Jackson is, is, a, is a good player. He's a top 10 player in the league as far as quarterbacks. You're not going to get a ham sandwich for him. In any deal, prior to this deal, right, prior to choosing the non-exclusive franchise tag, which I'm about to get into right now, you could have got a boatload for Lamar Jackson. And that's going to lead me into my next route. I said it before, when we talked about this question specifically, what franchise tag should the Ravens give Lamar Jackson? Everybody on this show, and you wasn't here, Zach and Zay said, not exclusive. Well, guess what? Now you're boxed into two first rounders. If one of these owners are willing to pull the trigger, which I firmly believe they will. One, somebody's going to pull the trigger on Lamar Jackson. Somebody who's 500 years old that wants to win is going to pull the trigger on Lamar Jackson. And now they do. Okay, you really are hell bent on not paying him. Then guess what? You're going to have to trade him and you're only going to get two first round picks. You know how much Deshaun Watson went for? He went for three first rounders. Deshaun Watson went for three first rounders and three other picks for the Browns. Okay, from the from the Browns. Okay, literally. The Seattle Seahawks received two first rounders, okay, two seconds, and a fifth for Russell Wilson. You mean to tell me Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson is a better player than Deshaun um than um Lamar Jackson? No. So why are they getting a heftier price for Lamar Jackson? What the Ravens are doing is basically taking a huge gamble that can backfire. Could it play off? Yeah, it could be like yo, Lamar Jackson. Go ahead and see if you got a market that is willing to pay you $250 million guaranteed and come back to me. They probably doing it that way. But if somebody is willing to pay, okay, somebody like Dan Snyder from the Washington Commanders, who you talk about a code with ownership, he ain't following no code. They want his behind out of there. He will be like, you know what? The last move I'll make is to break the code since y'all want me out. I'm going to sign Lamar Jackson. Now, what do you do if you're the Ravens? You're going to have to pay up, right? What if you don't want to pay up? Then guess what? You're only getting two first-rounders. So what I would have done is I would have, if I was not going to pay him, I would have tagged him on an exclusive deal and have him under this year and risk, you know, yeah, maybe a tag standoff, sure. But he cannot sit out for a whole season. And if he does, Deshaun Watson did, and he still got a hefty trade package the following year. The Ravens lost all the leverage here. And now they are playing a dangerous game that can backfire on it. Last last point about, you know, the Ravens and the Lamar Jackson uh, saga, man. It's it's going to be a nasty divorce. That's just what it is. Let's say what it is. It's going to be a nasty divorce. You know, Lamar Jackson's, you know, he's going to find, like you said, going to find a team that's really going to want to want him. And if it's the commanders, that's that's going to be the bad one because Dan Snyder already, is already getting kicked out the league. His, his, his final goodbye, final gift is, is to sign Lamar Jackson for $250 million? You know, and then the Ravens have no choice rather to A, um, pay him. You know, they, they they match the offer and pay him. Or they let him go and you take the two first-round picks and hopefully that you find a quarterback down the line. You know, like I said, I, I said it before and I'm going to say it again again. 
Lamar Jackson saved John Harbaugh's job. The man was about to be fired if Lamar Jackson didn't come in and play. So this this is a, a guy that has done it all. He already came into the league um, um, slighted because they didn't look at him as a quarterback off the rip. They called him a running back. They called him a receiver. They tried to move spots. They already was downing him. And he came into the league, worked hard, became the starting quarterback, uh, uh, succeeded as a starting quarterback, took teams places that the Ravens didn't think they could go with the roster they had accumulated. And now you're disrespecting him again. How could you How could you look at Lamar Jackson and say, hey, just give a – We'll give you 150 million guarantee and be happy about it when you're all you're doing is disrespecting the man left and right. It doesn't make any sense. It's gonna be a nasty divorce. And I don't know what's gonna happen this season, next season with this non-exclusive tag, but it's gonna happen eventually. It's just it's just disgusting how they're treating a former MVP in the league and a guy who is still dominating the game of football when he's on the field. I mean, look, man, this is just how it is, bro. Um, I haven't heard you took accountability for the NFLPA. Um, I already brought that up. I mean, you know. We could point fingers all we want, but um, when you have an opportunity as the players to make change, that's why you negotiate these deals to remove the franchise tag. Because guess what? If you can't tag him, then you got to pay him. If you can't tag him, you got to pay him. Well, Nobody bringing this up. Everybody's, oh, Ravens, the coaster, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh don't got no control over that. Yeah, he saved his job, but he can't pay him. The owner got to do it. So that's why you remove the tag. Because if you remove the tag, you got to pay him. You got to. But I got one more one more idea. And I'm going to run this by y'all real quickly here before we move on. And I'm going uh, to, you know, let me know if y'all like this idea. So, Zay, you've been bringing it up. I got to give you credit for it. Um, Because now I'm sipping the Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now. You brought up the Detroit Lions. Now, if you know, you know, private chats. 99 pod chat. I've been disagreeing with that. I disagree with it. But once the Ravens gave Lamar Jackson a non-exclusive deal, which is different, right? This is the key here. The difference in the tags is why I'm going to jump on board. I think the choice should make that move. And this is why. Because remember, you're only giving up two first rounders. The Lions got two first rounders. One, which is the number six pick. And another one, the number 18 pick that they got from the Matthew Stafford trade. Literally, if they can flex Matthew Stafford for Lamar Jackson, why wouldn't you do that? The number 18 overall pick that you got from that deal you can use, and you could use another pick from another year, another first rounder from like 2024. Why not go all in for Lamar Jackson? Like, yeah, obviously the contract is the contract, but um, at the end of the day, if all you're giving up is $250 million guaranteed to two first-rounders, what are you doing? Make that move. Why? Because the Browns, when they gave Deshaun Watson $250 million, not only did they give him that deal, they gutted out their roster, they, they future assets, right? Remember, he went for three firsts and uh, Bevia, you know, packages, and they still made that move. If you're the Lions, you're not going to gut out your roster. One of those picks is literally a pick you got from a quarterback who's aging right now, Matthew Stafford. So if I'm them, I'm making that deal. I'll be the owner to go over to the Ravens or Lamar Jackson and give him that $250 million, negotiate with him, and see if the Ravens are going to match that. And if they don't match that, then hashtag, I got him in the joint. I'll leave it at that. What y'all think? I'll let, I'll let, I'll let uh, Trip. No, I feel like, I feel like he should answer that one. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... 
I want Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. So there ain't no if ands of what's about it. They they're gonna have to get it done. Uh, but if I'm Detroit, yeah, I, I definitely would try to try to make that move. It, j- it makes sense. Um, and I actually would like that for Lamar because they have um a couple of really good wide receivers. So it'd be the first time in his career we actually has uh receivers. Um, I don't know if they're gonna be able to bring Jamal Williams back or not, but they still got um DeAndre uh Swift, Swift yep. out there. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, they got a, a really potent offense. I think it, Lamar Jackson is gonna make that would make that offense even better. Um I they still need a defense though in, in Detroit because that defense is is horrible. Um and you, you're gonna need help from time to time from your defense. Uh so but no, nah, I think I I gotta say that I think it's gonna work out and he's gonna be in Baltimore. <laughs> you gotta still you gotta still believe. You know, I think um Detroit's a fin- I guess I keep saying it, it's a phenomenal uh location for Lamar Jackson. It's a, it's a great um pro player to fit in with Detroit Lions who are building something, building something special with that team. Yeah. Um Lamar Jackson solidifies a young group, a young core for years to come. You know, with Amar St. Brown, Jameson Williams, if they draft another receiver or if they sign another receiver, a vet, that's fine. You know, they have a young offensive lineman. They got Ada Hutchinson out there. Um, I think for me, if they do trade those um, first-round picks, 18th and, and uh, another future first-round pick for Lamar, if possible. I don't know how that um, ex- non-exclusive tag really says. I don't know if it's the first two first-round picks you have available. I don't know how – I don't know the, the language that's structured in that contract, but – if they're able to pick and choose what what first round they could, they could give away, eight you know the eighteenth and the in the first round that'll be fantastic because then that sixth pick they could go after another edge uh, rusher. In my opinion, another I think you add another edge rusher, you know pressure bust pipes. So if they added another edge rusher on either side, eight Hutchinson and another guy, um, that'll be dominant for that Detroit Lions because then at that point, um, all the, the secondary has to do is just wait for the ball to come to them because the quarterbacks will be pressured on either side. There's gonna be a lot of stuff happening on that front line that's going to be difficult for any quarterback to navigate through. Also, I think Jared Goff on Baltimore with Todd Munkin as um, offensive coordinator, a guy who knows, or at least through college, two national championships has been known to spread the offense, spread the field, um, making sure all receivers are all, all over the place where it's difficult for defenses to track them down. I think Jared Goff could um, pay dividends in that kind of offense, something similar to what the Detroit Lions just did on um, this past season. Uh, you know, get receivers flying down the field, um, having different routes, different variations, where the receivers are getting open. That's something that um, Jerry Goff was uh, succeeded in this season. I think he'll do uh, pay dividends and do the same thing over in Baltimore Ravens, who has shown us they want to throw the ball more. That they, they they're opening the playbook for everybody not named Lamar Jackson. So you're seeing that more and more often. Um, and I think that's something that Jerry Goff could do. I mean, I'm saying that would be his uh, third, I think, third or fourth location since leaving the Rams, and uh, it's unfortunate. But hey, man, that that's that's the way your career is at. <laughs> And to answer that question before we move on, yes, they can choose what first rounders they want to give. You know, so they don't have to give the sixth and 18th pick. They can give the 18th and the 2024 first rounder. So, um, yeah, we'll move on. 